Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Success Hackers. This is Scott Hansen, business and marketing strategist, best-selling author, speaker, and of course, your podcast host right here on Success Hackers. Oh, by the way, if you haven't yet listened to the last episode, make sure to go back because we had Miss Carol Little on the program sharing some strategies on how to be a better communicator to your clients. And if you want to go back, you can just go to the website, which is successhackers.net. Also, I want to make you guys aware of something. I think you know this, but when we, we've had a lot of listeners actually email, which is great. Um, you are allowed, if you will, to email the show, and I read all the emails, info at successhackers.net is the email, info at successhackers.net. So if you want me to ask our esteemed guests a specific uh, question or have a topic I should bring up, go ahead and email, email the show at info at successhackers.net. And if you do write in, again, I read all my emails, if you write in, I will also mention your name and your business name on the next episode. Also, make sure to stay all the way to the end because I have something really cool that I want to share with all of you. Today's Success Hackers episode is brought to you by IWantMoreLeads.net. If you're looking to grow your leads for your business, make sure to check out the brand new free video on how to generate all the leads your business can handle. Just go to IWantMoreLeads. That's IWantMoreLeads.net. All right, Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. Are you an attorney right now? Are you looking to grow your practice? Or maybe you're, you're looking to go from you know, working at a law firm, but you really want to crush it and start your own firm. Well, you are absolutely at the right time, at the right place, because we are about to bring on a super successful entrepreneur who owns his own law practice. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Chinton Pancho. Chinton, are you ready to rock? I am ready, man. Let's All do right. It. Chinton is a managing partner for RPCK Rastigar Panchal, which advises investors, management, owner, and growth companies on corporate merger and acquisitions related matters, including cross-border transaction structuring and negotiation, spin-offs, divestitures, private equity buyouts, and joint ventures. He also advises investors and growth companies on corporate finance and capital raising strategies. Chinton was selected as a 2014 and 2015 New York Metro Rising Star by Super Lawyers. Chinton, welcome to Success Hackers, man. It's great to have you on the show. Thanks, Scott. It's, it's awesome to be here. Well, I gave our Hacker Nation listeners just a brief intro, as you probably heard, about you and your business, but would love for you to share a little bit more about you and your business. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I think you did a great job uh, talking about what we do. Um, maybe I'll talk a little bit about why we do it. Um, so I think a lot, uh, like a lot of lawyers out there, I started out at a big international firm, you know, as an associate kind of doing grunt work, <laughs> rising up through the ranks, you know, doing the, the law firm lawyer thing. Um, and it was pretty cool for a while. Um, 
and I definitely learned a ton. I got to meet some amazing people. Um, and for me, the decision to become an entrepreneur uh, happened when I started really searching for the meaning in my work, right? So, you know, you're working crazy hours and uh, you're doing a lot of amazing stuff for folks, but uh, the question of why you're doing it uh, comes up uh, and it keeps coming back. And um, for me, the answer to that question was uh, to find an opportunity to be able to do amazing work for people I really cared about, people I really believed in, um, and then eventually to be able to do that with a team of people that I was inspired by, right? So that meaning in the work was my big why um, and why I started this firm, right? So I started this firm initially to... To, you know, just that, to do amazing things for incredible people. Um, and then when I really thought about that, right, work with a coach, um, who I think, Scott, you know really well, um, <laughs> uh, to help me, uh, you know, kind of really refine that, um, it, it occurred to me that what we were doing was bigger than just any given deal, any given transaction that we'd mm. be working on, right? The reason that I do this, the reason that I've got a team of people that are dating that are dedicated to what we do is because we're focused on something that we really believe in, and that is doing our small part in helping build a global entrepreneurial engine. Yeah, I love it. And Hacker Nation, the reason why we uh, we kind of giggled is because I had the pleasure and have the pleasure currently of working with Chinton uh, as his coach. And if someone out there is listening right now and saying, you know what, I do want to go from you know, working in a law firm like you, like Chinton did, and then having my own practice, what's one strategy you can leave with that individual on how to really focus on the bigger picture rather than just always stay in sort of the minutia of the day-to-day stuff? Yeah, it's a great question. For a lot of folks, right, I get to ask the question a lot, right, of, you know, take the entrepreneurial leap or not. Um, and... If you love being a technician, great, you know, then find, you know, find a great place that supports you. But if you want to build something, you know, understand that, right? And know that, know that, you know, you're going to have the ups and the downs and the wins and the losses that come along with that. For me, as someone who loves building something, it's incredible. It's an amazing journey. I've had a ton of failures. I've had a bunch of successes, but all in all, I would I be doing anything different? No, I, you know, like without hesitation, I, I clearly wouldn't. Um, mm. So I think that kind of first decision is incredible, is incredibly important, right? I think a lot of people get frustrated. They're at a firm, you know, it's like soul crushing, or you know, you, you know, you hear this, right? And then you know, some folks make the decision to go off on their own, um, but maybe don't. Um, don't anticipate, you know, all of the rest of the stuff that comes with it. I know that, you know, speaking from experience, it was a total, you know, learning experience. A little, t- sometimes a little bit of fail forward, as as, as we like to say, um, where you know you, you trial and error, you you learn, and then you kind of move forward. Um, if you love doing that, then I think business is for you, and you have a technical skill that you can build a business around. Amazing, right? And I think there are amazing opportunities to have an incredible journey um, in that. I want to talk about an actual strategy or a tactic. So like you mentioned, there's a lot of attorneys who like to be lawyers and they like to do the stuff and they like to be, as you as you have put it many a times to me, is do the lawyering. 
but it, but you also have to, as you mentioned, you know, as a business owner, as a managing partner, you have to have the growth mindset. So you can't just wear the you know the e myth where it's just a technician. You have to wear other hats. You have to also right. focus on the business building aspect of your business and the lead gen, etc. Yep. Again, someone out there is listening, saying, "Okay, I'm a good lawyer. I'm really good." Yep. Once the once the business comes in the door, man, I'm really good at what I do. Which is great. That's half the battle. But the other half is how do you drive more revenue and more opportunities so you can do the more the, and I'm doing air quotes, lawyering. So what's one strategy you can leave with our Hacker Nation community that, again, whether they're, whether they, they have their own law practice or their own service based profession, it really doesn't matter. But what's one strategy that you've utilized in your business in order to drive that business? Totally. Well, I would say that I think the most important thing is figure out and focus on your highest and best use, right? Mm-hmm. So in the example you just gave, right, this person loves to do the lawyering. They're amazing at it, right? Maybe that's their highest and best use, meaning they could do a thousand things, right? The question is what should they do, right? So identify and focus on your highest and best use and then figure out what are all the other things around you that still need to get done and Hire people, bring people on, bring on partners, bring on employees, bring on consultants, whoever, you know, whoever, whatever, where you can put those people in their respective highest and best uses, right? So for me, it's, it's rainmaking, it's strategy, it's architecting deals, right? I love doing that. You know, uh, clients are, you know, they come to, they come to us, they come to me for me to be able to do that. That's my highest and best use in this firm, right? But there are a thousand other things uh, that it takes in order to have a successful business and also to deliver complete, excellent work product for our clients. Um, and so that's how my firm is organized. It's how my firm is built and structured so that I can focus on doing the things that are my, quote, you know, highest and best use, the things that I love doing, and I also you know, happen to be decent at, right, or, or better uh, than, you know, the other things that I could be doing at. And then I'm constantly looking for amazing people who love in the same way to do the other things that we got to do that got to get done in order for us to ultimately be successful, both in kind of our, you know, our, our, our near-term or short-term purpose um, of getting great work done for our clients as well as our big, you know, big picture, long-term mission um, in, in kind of helping grow a global entrepreneur engine. So Hacker Nation, I, in that incredible answer in that story, I hope you really got the message, which is Chinton is very good, and I know this firsthand because we work together. Chinton is very good at, as he put it, going out and rainmaking. You know, there's no one better than what he does when he steps in front of a potential client, talks the talks, walks the walks, shows up, you know, professional, etc., high integrity, all that, but he's obviously very skilled. What he said was that's what he does very, very well. Maybe what he doesn't do as great as, I know he does a good job at it, but maybe where his time isn't spent as wisely as, as not as productive is kind of the back end of the putting the stuff and putting the bow on things, etc. His strongest suit is going out and being a rainmaker. 
So the question, Hacker Nation, to you is what your what is your strongest suit? What are you doing right now that if you are out doing the stuff that you are really good at, that you can drive more revenue to the bottom line? And that's one of the things that we've been working together with is having Chinton say, okay, he already has a really good team around him, but where is his time spent? And I'll just share with some of the things that we talk about in the coaching practice is what we call the 10, 100, and 1,000 principle, which is this. If you're listening right now and you're a small business owner and you're a solopreneur or you have one person on your team, where is the income-producing activities you should be focusing on to drive new clients, new revenue, etc.? If you're doing the things that are the quote-unquote $10 an hour, $10 an hour stuff and you're not focusing on the bigger picture, the $1,000 per hour stuff, then you're missing the boat. You will never grow. And that's some of the things that Chinton is really good at, and that's some of the things we're, we're actually getting even better at uh, for him and his business. So when someone's listening, Chinton's saying, okay, he's saying to hire more people. That's great. I get it. But then there's the guy or the gal that's listening right now. They're, they're a solopreneur. They have, it's just them. And they know in order to grow, they can't be focused on all the smaller item things. They need to focus on the bigger item stuff that we're talking about right now. But they're saying, at what point, here's the question, at what point do they bring on someone or do they continue to go solo um, until they make X amount of dollars? Because at the end of the day, the deciding factor is, am I bringing enough revenue in to bring on a virtual assistant or a part-timer or even a full-timer in order to allow me to really focus on the stuff that we're talking about right now. When would you suggest to that person that they do bring on, either, again, either that VA or that uh, a temp person or a part-timer or even a full-time? Awesome question. Two points. One thing I would say is, you know, the, in the way that you put it, right, kind of the big, big dollar things and then the small dollar things, right? I just want to make one fine distinction there, which is there are plenty of big dollar things that I don't do because I'm not amazing at, right? So, I, you know, I think, and this is what you're saying as well, right? It's that, you know, do what you're best at, right? And those big dollar things, if they're not getting done, if you're not doing them, then those big dollars aren't coming in, right? So, right, right. you know, that leads to, you know, the answer to the second question, which I think is, Right away, ASAP, right? You don't have to go and hire, you know, the, the world's leading, you know, assistant or the most expensive employees out there in the market, right? From the biggest firms, et cetera. There are plenty of amazing people out there that are going to be there to help you build your, build your business, right? I think it comes back to what we talked about earlier, which is what's your vision, right? Know it, articulate it, get people you know, involved and associated with that vision, right? The people that are attracted to that, people that share a common purpose with you are going to be there, right? The structure with which you bring them in, right? There are plenty of different ways to do it, right? You know, uh, you can hire somebody, you can bring them out as a consultant, you can you know, give them equity in your company, you can bring it, you know, there are certain restrictions, that, you know, for lawyers and how, how you would do that, but there's still a lot of different ways in order to get it done, Right. Um, sometimes it's just associating with other lawyers um, and forming partnership. And, you know, one guy is good at this and the other gal is good at the other thing. And, you know, you kind of divide and conquer, right? There's a lot of different ways to crack the nut. But before you kind of get into the weeds of sorting all that out, I think the biggest you know question is, right, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? What are the things that you should be doing in that enterprise? And, where do you need help? And I think, you know, the answer to your question is get that help in early, get it in, you know, get the right people, you know, the best people that you can get at the price you can pay, 
ASAP because, you know, as you mentioned, Scott, right, if you're able to do that and you're able to focus on your own highest and best use, you're going to unlock further revenue potential, right? Now, this gets to the basic premise of being an entrepreneur, right? There's a bet in that, right? You're betting on yourself and your own ability to unlock that potential if you have the right team around you, right? That's, I think, one of the key differences between an entrepreneur and someone who's not an entrepreneur, right? An entrepreneur is gonna, is gonna take that bet. It's gonna be, is gonna be comfortable, uh, you know, doing some research, understanding, uh, you know, what it is they're about to get into, right? Uh, you know, making an educated yeah. guess. Yeah. And taking that bet. But I think when it comes down to it, that's an entrepreneur, right? Someone who's looking and willing to, to jump off that cliff, right? Take that bet. Someone right now is saying, okay, that makes sense. So I have to, what, what Scott and Chinton are talking about is bringing someone on ASAP, as Chinton mentioned. It's not the world beater. It's not the, you know, the top CEO or CFO or CIO or even the top assistant. You just need to have some, somebody that could, you can trust, but also can offload right. some of the stuff that's keeping you bogged down and not able to have you grow. But what's one, literally one tactic, one, one success mm-hmm. hack, we call it, that in your space, there are certain ways in which you bring in new clients. You know, you talked about rainmaking, you talked about other things, but there's someone that's listening right now to say, okay, I get that, I need to bring someone else in right now so I can do the more of the bigger picture things, maybe even business development. What is one tactical strategy on how someone can bring in new business? Yeah, Scott, great question. Um, and ultimately, this is kind of the the question for business, right? How do you grow? How do you, exactly, how do you get it? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can tell you for us, right? So, and and I'll mention, because uh, I think it's relevant, right? So when I started this firm, I started with zero clients, zero associates, zero employees, et cetera, right? It was literally me and a business plan uh, and, uh, and, and a dream. <laughs> um, and... Uh, and so, you know, that, that was my experience, right? I started from zero. Um, and so I can speak to what I did, right? So what I did was I made sure that everyone I knew that knew me, that trusted me, that would be willing to take a bet on me, whether they were going to be clients or not. Most, most of the time, they were not going to be clients. Maybe all the time, uh, they were not going to be clients. But I made sure that every single person who could or would believe in me, knew what I was doing, why I was doing it, and how I was about to go about doing it, right? So I said, you know, I told everyone I knew, right? All my friends, family, et cetera. I said, listen, I'm starting a firm. I'm passionate about, you know, building great companies. I'm passionate about working with entrepreneurs. I understand how to do this. I understand how to build a great company from a legal perspective. I understand what an investor thinks about and is going to need, and I understand how to protect them, but also get a fair deal for both of the sides in the context of a transaction, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? That's in the weeds of what I do, but I made sure that everyone I knew, and the key is the folks that were going to believe in me knew that, right? Because of that, right, because those folks knew me as a person, they were willing to say, hey, you know, to whoever they knew, right, say, hey, listen, uh, you know, oh, you, you said you needed a lawyer. You know what? A good friend of mine or my cousin or whatever just started a firm. I know the guy. And by the way, this is what he does. And he's super passionate about it. Right. That was for me. That was 
the the very very beginning of it, right? But I think that principle has carried forward, right? So now we have a body of work, right? And we have an existing stable of clients, right? Who we you know we work very hard for, um, and who many of whom are happy to recommend us to other folks, et cetera, et cetera, right? But that's really an extension of this very first thing, right? It's kind of the people who know you that can you know, potentially believe in you or already do. They know what you're doing. They know why you're doing it. And as a result of that, it's been my experience. It's been the experience of a lot of people that I know. And I think it can be the experience of everyone out there who, who really is passionate about doing something. Um, you know, to, to get those first few conversations in, right? Kind of where, where someone will call you up and say, Hey, listen, I heard that, you know, you might be able to help with X, Y, and Z. And then, you know, then, you know, the ball's in your court. You got to take it and run with it, right? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's kind of demonstrating, you know, the, the expertise that you have in your particular area, right? But, well, yeah. And what I, what yeah. I mean, and what I heard from, from what you just mentioned, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is number one, being super, super passionate and engaged and really just on fire for what you're doing. Um, having Absolutely. such a passion for the business you're in that you're not willing to keep it to yourself. As crazy as that sounds, you're 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 literally ready to let everybody know your cousins, you mentioned your family, your friends, etc. Say, listen, this is what I'm doing. This is who I am. This is why I'm so passionate about it. And let them, whether you're one year in, one month, or five years in, rather than keep it close to your vest to say, well, people will just come to us. You go out there and say, listen, if you know anybody that needs this, if you know anybody that needs X, if you know anybody that needs Y, this is what we do and this is what we do really, really well and I'm so passionate about it. That's how you start planting the seeds. Again, whether you're one month in, five years in, or 10 years in, is that what you're, is that what you're getting at? Yeah, absolutely, right? So, you know, there's a thousand or 10,000 or a million people out there, you know, that can do what you do, right? So the question is, why is someone going to want to work with you? Right. I know exactly. that yeah. I would want to work with someone who's super passionate about what they do, right? They're going to do a good job. They're going to be, you know, they're going to be totally invested in it, right? And, you know, we're also very discriminating about what we do, right? We don't do what we don't do, right? And we're very clear about that. And that's a reflection of, you know, us wanting to be super focused and being, you know, do an amazing job at those things that we do do. Right. You know, those are the things that we're super passionate about. Um, and that's worked for us. Um, I think it could work for anybody. Right. Yeah. And the beauty is, right, you get to do what you're passionate about. And I got one last question. We'll actually shift yeah. gears here for a second. But I know that you're part of a group called EO or Entrepreneurs Organization. I know that yep. from a coaching perspective that you and I started to work together a little while back. And I know you're really big into personal growth and personal development and, and growing on a continuous basis. In a very quick answer, why is it important for someone that's listening right now, whether they invest in a coach, a mentorship program, or just simply investing in themselves, why is that important? I mean, you've been doing this now for quite some time. You've built up a really very successful practice. Why was it so important for you to not only it just happened to be me uh, working with a coach, but also working through yeah. a mentorship in, a, in, a, in an entrepreneurial organization like EO. Why is the mentorship slash coaching slash growth important yeah. for an entrepreneur? Yeah, great question. Uh, I think it's incredibly important, right? So I, you know, from a philosophical perspective, I believe that 
as an entrepreneur, you're taking a bet, right? You're taking a bet on whether what you're about to do or the ideas that you have, you're going to put them into, you know, put them out into the market and you're going to take a bet that it's going to work. Um, and you don't know, right? So I think that as a, as, as someone who has the ability to invest time, resources, et cetera, the best thing you can do is invest in yourself, right? Make yourself better, make yourself smarter. We all have, I mean, I can speak to myself. I have so much to learn and I have so many mistakes that I've yet to make, right? Now, I want to be smart about that. So <laughs> in, in a, an organization like EO, you know, Entrepreneurs' Organization, it's an amazing organization. I was on the board of the New York chapter last year. I'm just a member this year. Um, but I've been associated with them for a few years now. It's, you know, one of the world's largest kind of volunteer pro bono or kind of a not-for-profit um organizations about entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs right so it's it's member led and effectively it's it's about learning it's about community um and it's about kind of personal growth um and the personal growth piece i think really speaks to your question right so within eo there's this concept of forum but it's not unique to eo and anyone can do this um but I think it's probably the most valuable aspect of my EO experience, right? Forum is, in a nutshell, a group of other successful entrepreneurs in totally different, diverse businesses, right? And, and a diverse group of folks, right? Young, old, male, female, you know, you name it, right? Serial entrepreneurs, first-time entrepreneurs who get together basically once a month for three to five hours, you know, in a focused way and really kind of get down into the issues that each person in the room is facing, whether it's in their personal life, family life, business life, because all through those are connected. Um, and you have basically this amazing rock star advisory board of incredibly talented, accomplished folks working on challenges that you're facing, helping you see around corners that you didn't even know were there, right? It's, you know... Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, you get that in coaching, you get that in talking to other, you know, talking to peers, you talk, you get that through a forum type of experience. Um, but I think it's, you know, where you get it is less important than the fact that you do get it, right? The right. fact that you have other people thinking about your stuff, right, your issues, they're going to come at it from a different perspective. They're going to help you see things that you didn't even know were there. Yeah, um, and, I, and I always tell people, yeah, and I agree, and I, I always tell people, uh, you know whether it's whether it's with me or someone else that can help you out. Um, when you're when you're the CEO, when you're the business owner, um, there's a lot of times that, of course, you don't want to go down to your team to ask them business growth questions. They're expecting you, as the business owner, to have the answers. So then, if the yep. answer is okay, if I don't go down, that means I can only go up or side. With advice, yeah. with coaching, with mentorship, where do I get that? Well, you can't really go to your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or girlfriend, even though they might really have your best interest. That's why I found it. That's why I have my own coach. That's why other people that I work with, uh, when I do work with them, they've gotten a lot of value of working with me because I, to your point, can see around the corner and help you get to a place that you, maybe you can't see because you're so focused on working in your business, and I, as your mentor, your coach, etc., is helping you Absolutely. work on your business versus always working in your business. And where do you want to be in the next 12 to 24 months or even longer? And how do we set benchmarks and uh, and visionary uh, pieces to get there? 
Absolutely. I, I don't think the importance, relevance, and value of what you just said can be overstated. I think that it's, you know, if you haven't done it, it's an incredibly eye-opening, even life-changing type of an experience. Um, you know, having, you know, having somebody who is an expert focus on you and what you're doing from the outside looking in. It's it's game changing. Chinton, yeah. we are now entering the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So Chinton, are you ready for the randomness round? I'm ready. Let's do it. Best advice you've ever received. You can't read the label when you're sitting in the jar. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? You know, the simplest thing, right? I got, I've got two young daughters at home. I just look at pictures of them. It just reminds me of, uh, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing. Also, the relative smallness of what I'm doing compared to the awesome responsibility of being a dad. Um, to me, it really puts me in perspective. It's, it puts a smile on my face. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? Confidence. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? <laughs> I was afraid you were going to ask me that. Um, I would say that I'm incredibly good at karaoke. What is one book that you've read that's made an impact on your business? The E-Myth. It's a, uh, it's a classic. If you could recommend one social media tool or overall service to our Hacker Nation community that has maybe helped you in your business, what might that be? I just started using this program called Wonderlist. Uh, it's a super simple program, super uh, easy to use. It's basically a checklist, but you can assign stuff to folks. I use it in my firm. I use it at home. I use it with my friends. Um, it's amazing, right? You know, it, for someone who has got a thousand things going on, which I think a lot of your listeners do, it's a great way to kind of keep organized. Well, Chinton, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. <laughs> This has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for your time and sharing these incredible success strategies and success hacks with our Hacker Nation community. Where can our listeners find out more about you, your business, your practice, or anything else that you'd like to share? Thank you, Scott. Um, our website is rpck.com. Um, you're always, anyone's able to kind of shoot me an email. Uh, my Twitter handle is uh, rpckchinton, um, and uh, I'm super active on there as well. Awesome. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode. Show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Chinton along with some other really cool brand new resources we have on the site. Oh, remember, when you're on the site, please don't forget to click subscribe so that you don't miss any of these newest and latest episodes. Before we end the show today, I wanted to make you aware of something really cool that I have going on right now. And as I mentioned in the open, besides being the creator and host, here on Success Hackers, I'm also a business strategist. I help business owners grow the number of clients, increase revenue, while also helping them get complete clarity around creating and sustaining a successful business. As a matter of fact, I just helped the client grow his revenue by 50% in his business. So here's the deal for you guys. I'm offering a free business breakthrough strategy session where I'm going to help you create some strategies to help you grow your business, and I'm also going to help you find additional revenue that's hidden in your business that you might not know anything about. So if you want one of these business breakthrough strategy sessions, it's completely free for my audience for a very limited time. Just go to 40minutemakeover.com. That's 40, F-O-R-T-Y, 
40minutemakeover.com to grab one of these spots. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.